One of the best ways to support the FTF podcast is to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, interviews, and plenty more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Welcome back to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And we're picking up right where we left off last week. So we went through the first 12 issues of Halo Escalation. And this week, we're going to go through the latter half of those. Yes. So to give you a quick recap, in the first, we had a delegation between the Jeralhane and specifically the Arbiter go sour. Uh, We had a little bit of leakage of some info. You know, we had the Spartans there trying to... Trying to peace keep, I'd say. It turns out James Cutter, who we lost many years ago, his son, you know, was kind of on a, shall we say, revenge mission. Yeah. In some way, um, trying to take out the Infinity and specifically uh, Hood. Didn't work. Continue on. We now are going to a pirate planet that we think that's just going to have some uh, sticky, ooey, gooey juice. Uh, <laughs> AKA some some weird you know biohazard weapon. Yeah. Um. Turns out it was all an Oni ploy to basically wipe out this Kigyar pirate cove with a possible elite operative. Yeah. We don't really know yet. And now Lasky and Palmer and some people on the UNSC Infinity are kind of at the point they don't know who to trust. Yes, and that's basically where we left off. Was kind of like, hey. Let's learn from, you know, our mistakes and let's learn from, let's not trust Oni, basically. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where we're at. The most obvious thing he's ever said ever, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, we're we're jumping back in right with uh, issue 13. Mm -hmm. So this now starts with this narration going on. So we're on a halo ring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it starts out with the key to to our future lies in our past, which is kind of similar to the... uh, Arbiter Halo 5 monologue. Yes. So I think they might have tried to start setting something up there. Yeah, and as we continue on, we realize, you know, this is Halsey kind of giving this monologue going on about that, you know, humans are basically in this, uh, you know, for power's sake, and as all these other alien races are as well. And, you know, she's really kind of touting herself and saying, listen, 
we wouldn't be anything without my Spartan 2 project. You know, they're trying to make these somewhat bastardized Spartan 4s. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make me the bad guy, even though none of this would be happening without me. Yeah. And she even talks about that, you know, kind of like the lower end people, the not need to knows. They're the ones who are coming after me and saying I'm evil, but it's the higher ups. They know what they're doing and they just kind of want to quiet me. So we're kind of getting this monologue from Halsey that's really damning the UNSC and Oni and basically saying, you know, you got to fight for what's right and you have to have proof of what you know is going to be right. And and it shows in, in some of these panels, she now is missing the arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you haven't listened to our Spartan Ops episode, she gets shot in the arm and the uh, elites cut it off, you know, to, so she won't die. And it shows the Janus key as well, the the, the second half to it, because she threw the first one to, uh, I think, Spartan Thorn. Yeah, Thorn, Thorn had it before and was supposed to kind of bring on the infinity and save it. And that's also what Halsey's kind of talking about, is that mm-hmm. you don't know who to trust and who betrays you type of stuff. But yeah, it, it goes back to her talking to the librarian and something called the Absolute Record, which the librarian basically says is the you know, the perfect roadmap. So if you're driving through like Arkansas mm-hmm. and you go to like a rest stop and you want to see where like all the forerunner tech's going to be, you pick up this map. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like that cashier at that rest stop that's going to tell you where to go. Exactly. <laughs> so so this is the map to all the forerunner tech. And Halsey even talks about, and I, I really like this, she's really in this for the knowledge and she wants to know everything. Yeah, that's always been her goal above all else, really. Mm-hmm. And and this is the one way, and you can kind of see that thirst for knowledge and just the the overall just, like, tenacity for it. Like, mm. I, like ever since I was little, I knew what I wanted to do was to know everything. And with this, I'll have that capability. So you kind of see her really in a dark light to start this off. Yeah, I mean, and 343's been painting her to be more of an evil character uh, uh, since the Kilo 5 trilogy started. That's really how it's been. Yeah, and you can definitely see that whenever 343 kind of took over the Bungie content, Halsey was already kind of seen in, in a darker light in the Bungie content. Mm-hmm. But 343 was like, no, no, no. We're taking her like all the way to the other side Well, there was stuff. no moral ambiguity. It was just she's a monster. Yes. Uh, but after this, this several-page monologue that we have, we move on to the Joint Spartan UNSC Marine Operation Northeastern Savron Oban. And I, I will say I love the art on mm-hmm. this book because, mm-hmm. again, that Promethean looks amazing. He's standing behind, I believe that's Spartan Thorn, yes. who's firing off in the distance ready to come at him. And we see Palmer and Thorn fighting together against the the I guess Jules Covenant because it's got grunts there as well with Prometheans. Yes, and so to go back a little bit to with Halsey, if we remember Jewel Umdama from the Kilo Five trilogy and continuing to build up, he kind of created his own covenant around the mm-hmm. Forerunners and had able and was able to access it. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. the one that's kind of had also has his own joint operation going. Yeah. to get this figured out. And remember, he's not actually religious no he's, he's going along with it and it's kind of work he's like most cult leaders he's like i don't actually believe in this but i'm kind of broke but i believe in myself enough to kind of push this message and mm-hmm. i know how to work people i will say in this panel as well palmer is a woman of my own heart dual wielding <laughs> some pistols because let me tell you halo 2 pistol dual wielding 
best guns in the game. But that's they're not Halo 2. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, maybe a fan will send in us just holding. We'll, we'll replace that image, and she'll be holding the Halo 2 ones. Good. <laughs> but they're they're ser- they're searching for Jewel Amdama mm-hmm. right now because again they've they've been at war with him for a while and they, they get in the back of a warthog and they start running away from our favorite robot dogs before driving over a phantom with a good old thunk yeah it's it's a really cool panel so it's thorn and palmer and she because thorn's like whoa 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 you need to take these these curves like we're on a we're on like a mountainside she goes nah and just drives off a phantom and then thunks in the ground <laughs> and uh luckily at that same time we have uh, uh thomas who's over in uh longsword and just comes over and just takes those two phantoms out before our two heroes our, our klutzy heroes you might say are diminished and destroyed and then they move back to the unsc infinity where we're having one of these uh, one out of a million of these uh, conversations between Palmer and Lasky where it's a lot more tense because mm-hmm. things are really starting to heat up. Lasky has to give orders, and a lot of time Palmer isn't really on board with it. Yeah, because one of the big lines you see uh, from Lasky is, but all this frustration is not really about Jewel, is it? It's mm-hmm. about Catherine Halsey. Yeah, because you can see Sarah's kind of like upset that the they didn't get Jewel, and He's like, we really know that you want to get to Jewel to mm-hmm. get to Catherine Halsey. Yeah, because he brings up, it's not like you to play cowboy. It's not like you to go, you know, off the deep end and put both you and Thorne in danger, mm-hmm. you know, just on somewhat of a rumor that Jewel Mdama would have been here. Yeah, and she's she's to the point where she basically said, you know, I, I missed one shot. I'm not going to miss it again. Like, mm-hmm. Halsey is a terrorist. She's working with the enemy now, like... It's it's very clear that she's out for blood. Yes. Through and through. Yeah. And then we jump over to the research lab, and we get reintroduced to good old Dr. Glassman. Um, he's kind of poking around the Janus key, getting all shocked up, you know, doing the same stuff he's doing. Got to he be doing Halo 5. has a metal rod that he's just poking it with. I don't... I don't... Yeah, with like lightning sparking out of it. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to say whether or not that's the correct thing to do. Hey, you know, you do what you got to do. But Palmer <laughs> goes in and, and, and basically talks with them and says, hey, I just need to know what kind of research, you know, we're going to be doing and what do you pretty much need. At the same time, you know, he's 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 going through all this science talk and really what they need to do. And he's like, I don't want to, you know, Palmer, I should make sure I don't piss you off. You know, and she says, listen here. You'll never be on my hit list. That's reserved for very special people. You know, you're not nearly important enough. Yeah, it, you're. it's basically just Catherine Halsey because that's kind of the rest of the plot is not plot, but just kind of like this thing that she has to do, which is try to kill her. Mm-hmm. We see that the UNSC is making their way into a portal or some kind of slip, slip space. space. Slip, yeah, slip space portal. And when they come out on the other side, they hit an asteroid. Yeah, so... Because they're basically, during their talk, like, we're going to make this jump, uh, we're making it over here, but they get right into an asteroid field, and it just starts causing devastation inside. we got pelicans flying around, people getting crushed, you know, some wee whoops, some good old classic <laughs> wee whoops going on in here. At least it's not wee oof, like that's, the last hey, one, it's wee oop. That's true, different siren. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're trying to figure out, like, why they jumped directly into an asteroid field. And Roland's saying, hey, listen, I'm running a damage assessment, but something kind of seems to be 
calling us here in a way. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, a little bit of backstory in case you don't know, the Infinity is made with Forerunner engines. So as Glassman's poking and prodding at the Janus key, it's starting to interact with familiar technology, mm-hmm. which is the Forerunner engines on the ship. So we, we saw a little bit of this, if I'm correct, in Spartan Ops. Uh, it's It's kind of starting to get a mind of its own, and now it's yes. starting to just jump. Yeah, and, and so as they come back out and they, they clear the asteroid field, they seal up, they're like, okay, let's make that jump again. They get in it, next panel, they're right out of it, and they're like, we, we left slip space again? Roland, how far did we go? And he's like, mm, a couple kilometers. You know, and in space, to, yeah. in space for like this ship, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see on the same panel the ship go in and out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a big panel either. So they're to the point they're kind of trying to figure out like what's going on here. Because they're, they're essentially... If they can't make it that far, they're stranded. Yes. And so this is where they said, all right, go get Glassman. You know, he's right now the resident Forerunner tech person. Mm-hmm. If Halsey was here, you know, unfortunately, she's the best we know and she knows the most. But Glassman, you're a close second? Close second. You know? <laughs> Relatively. Mm-hmm. So they basically do the thing with, they do with every scientist. Like, hey, scientist guy, fix this. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, I, you know, I'm doing my best. It's alien technology. I, I don't really know exactly what's happening, what's interacting with it. And Roland starts to say, okay, this planet that's out here, I'm getting a huge energy signature from it. And they start to kind of figure out, mm, maybe that's our problem. Maybe either the engines, the Jansky, whatever, is interacting with this huge energy source from this planet. Yeah, and, and then it moves on to... Julam Dama and Catherine Halsey, and they actually know about the signal. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, they're they're basically taking the bait." So we now know that that this is a plan being set up by Halsey because she wants to get wants to get close to the Infinity. Yes, because what she needs is that other side of the Janus key to make a full key. Because mm-hmm. the only way in is going to have to be a full completed key. And, you know, she's kind of like hearing what the librarian told her about it. Yeah, and so we see in this panel, they had used this, I guess, beacon, some type of beacon that they had pulled from Requiem that pulls in that signal mm-hmm. and I think just stops that slip space jump. It's kind of like draws you into where we got to go and holds you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they basically said, all right, what we're going to do is set up this trap. We're going to have them directly deliver this key to us. You know, we're not going to have to fight them. They're going to give it to us unknowingly. Mm-hmm. They're just going to walk up behind them, like, take it out of their back pocket and then run away. Something like that, but no. <laughs> but yeah, so that ends our first or 13th issue of, you know, this whole series. Uh, and to give a recap, we're now starting kind of the entire Janus Key story. We're seeing that, you know, Palmer still has that lust for blood mm-hmm. and wants Halsey and kind of will do anything to get it. Yeah, and and if she's even how she feels anywhere near getting to Catherine Halsey but doesn't actually get to her, it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. So now we jump over to issue 14. And so we start this issue off right where we pretty much left off, and we get these panels of different time signatures. You know, at 1840, at 1845, at 2030, it's all these different summaries of talking about, you know, when they made landfall and that there's this little island around all this like foamy mist like we don't know if that's ocean or what it is but it's foamy mist let's go to this weird little island you know it it shows that we've got some activity there and we've got now spartans on the ground making their way through clearing out covenant um we do get to see the 
little sticky launcher, little sticky bomb launcher in there. Yeah. Uh, which I love. They stick it to a jackal. Jackal jumps into <laughs> a wraith and blows it up. And now we get to, you know, as we've seen multiple times before, a pretty obvious forerunner structure. Very, you know, it looks abandoned kind of, but n- no one's in sight, you know, whether it's Covenant or anyone else. And so now Palmer reports back to Lasky, let him know, like, hey, we got this uh, gigantic structure. Don't know what to do with it. Gonna go look. Gonna go look. And, and then it, it moves on, or it moves back to the Song of Retribution flagship, which is Jewel Dama's ship. And he's talking with Catherine Halsey, and all of a sudden, uh, one of his elite commanders comes up and says, you know, like, hey, listen, like, we have a traitor. Like, we found a traitor in our ranks. Mm-hmm. And to find out that there is, like, this internal insurrection going on against Julam Damas. Because everyone's like, you're a false prophet. You know, you don't actually believe in this or, or, or what. They don't – they just think that for whatever reason that the quote-unquote like, gods are favoring him over them. So basically he's – this is – not good at all because he doesn't believe this stuff, so he can't have people not thinking it. So he basically just kills the guy instantly. He has a quick chat with him and then puts a blade in his stomach. Yeah, and then tells the guards, listen, I don't have time to deal with this. If there's any dissenters like this again, you know, they aren't worthy of speaking to. Just take them out. Full force, just silence them, move on. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what we saw in Kilo 5, like kind of like drumming up the factions. And mm-hmm. it even talks about in here, there's like nine or ten known budding, like, Sangheili factions that think they are the one true followers. Mm -hmm. And so it's causing all this inner turmoil. You know, it's very similar to kind of what we saw at the peace offerings. You know, even even though it was more of a mercenary aspect to it, we're still getting these different factions that don't really care. There's no unity in the Sangheili right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it goes back to Palmer and Glassman, who are in this Forerunner facility, and they find the same kind of machine it's like it kind of looks like a sarcophagus that they found in spartan ops so Mm -hmm. even on the first one literally he touches it and he gets sucked in he walks back up starts patting it with those little paws again but you know it's it's very obvious it's like oh here are two little areas for the janus key and then now we see that halsey and julam dama are actually looking through a screen and they're like oh took the bait so so clearly they have some kind of like Props that they can just make this fake forerunner stuff and pull a prank on them. Yeah, because they basically pulled a lot of this from Requiem, and I gave. A, guess we're able to etch a lot of it in because this was their. You know, we're gonna take the key without them knowing aspect from the last issue. Basically, saying we don't need to have really any interaction with them or know that we're here. They'll do it themselves. And Palmer's like, "Hey, are you sure? You know." We're not going to bring this on to the Infinity. That's a hell no. We're not doing this. Yeah. But Glassman's like, hey, it's okay. I'm great with Forerunner tech. Don't worry. Yeah. And as they're investigating this, the uh, Spartans waiting outside and the rest of the UNSC do get attacked by Jewel. And, or they, they're not attacked yet, but we see Jewel Amdama's Covenant outside waiting. Yes. So the plan is get the key into the receptacle. You know, either have, I guess, I assume, either have a portal with it or have someone pick it up and then take out everyone that's on the ground currently. And then you even see you've got some Jekyll snipers, you've got some knights. So pretty interesting stuff because at the same time, they don't have the key on them. Sorry. To explain this, 
they don't have the Infinity Janus key with them. That's still yeah. on the ship. So they're having a whole crew bring it, bring it down. Lasky's like, are we sure we want to do this? You know, this is kind of risky. But like, hey, this is our one opportunity to kind of figure out what's going on. And we get back to uh, what they've named At- Atkiss 4. It doesn't have a name. It's an unknown planet just in St. Healy space. Yeah. So it's Atkiss 4. So Palmer's like, all right, cool. I see the key coming in. It's on that little carrier. Sounds great. A big old thoom as both ships are shot out of the sky. Yeah, and, and one is, you know, heaped off way into the distance. And this is when you see Halsey is freaking out on some elites, and she's like, like, who gave who gave the order? Like, the plan was just to them walk up, put the key in there, and it would come to us. Mm-hmm. And now you jeopardize it. And even Jules, like, whose order was it? He's, like, looking at all his, his elites. He's like, I... I like I wasn't me. No, but we jump actually over to the Breath of Annihilation, which is a Covenant carrier, which is under Jewel. And there we have two commanders kind of talking. Hey, those UNSC ships got attacked. Are we? Are we going? Was that at the attack signal? And they're like, Hey, they're gonna blame it on us either way. So let's just go. Let's attack. We have this awesome shot of these carriers, these Covenant carriers coming out of the foamy ocean. Kind of looks like mashed potatoes. Yeah, so it's the one that they couldn't figure out. Is it water? Is it not? But it's all foamy. So it's basically this whole cover they had the entire time, which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And that's when the overall attack happens from the, you know, Jules Covenant going against the Spartans and the rest of UNSC on the ground outside of that Forerunner facility. And then we we move back to Halsey and Jewel, and they're still t- pretty confused about what's going on here. And you see this turmoil start to build between them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're they're both using each other for their own gain, but it's been somewhat civil. But now they're both pointing the finger saying, you know, your force is attacked, and it's like, I don't take orders from a human. You're here just because I say you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, at the snap of my fingers, you're gone. Yeah, but it's one of those things like, but you can't afford for me to die, so I can kind of do whatever I want. But now it, we go to one of those pelicans that got downed in the distance and is now tangled up in a bunch of the world's strongest vines, apparently, that can hold up a pelican. And we see a group of elites go out, and they find the other half to that Janus key. You know, they say, great gift, your holiness. Like, And one elite gives it to a zealot. And I always love these monologues where you have a guy who announces his own name. Because mm-hmm. apparently it's not Julem Dama's covenant who found it. And you have a guy holding it up and he's like, oh, we will be victorious for I am Saul Nyon. Like I always – I just would like to see those guys like standing there like he's doing it again. He's announcing his name publicly. I mean that's when you get those crazy characters, <laughs> those crazy religious zealots. <laughs> to no one. And one thing to note too is they do have – you're very similar saying Healy armor but different kind of inscriptions. Mm-hmm. Theirs has kind of a four like – almost like a directional pad, like up, down, left, right on the top of their helmet. It's a little bit different that we're seeing some other factions. So they've kind of customized it per who they are. Yeah. Or they're just putting cheat codes on their helmets. That is true. Up, down, they're, left, they're, right. <laughs> they're trying to share it with everybody. But yeah, that ends uh, issue 14. So we're kind of getting into the thick of things, starting it up. Unfortunately, don't have the Janus key anymore, but we have this religious zealot, Sali Nyan, who, you know, is going to be potentially a problem for us. Yeah. And we have the, you know, issue 15 now, but we have this awesome shot of the Infinity battling all of these Covenant carriers. There's there's dozens of them at this point going at them, but they're all failing to put a dent in them, essentially. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, you definitely see like it's it's a huge skirmish going on. Infinity looks to be losing, but we see a lot of those Mac rounds just firing off, and these super Mac rounds taking out these ships all one, around them. One shot kill. The old the old golden gun, some might say. <laughs> and this is where we get those same you know time callouts of saying you know they were attacked at this point. Jewel Umdama's fleet was lying in wait, you know, within these oceans, and they've been tracking the path. We're now on the ground, the same thing, seeing this zealot force go in and attack Palmer's position. Yeah, and so she's there with Glassman. Glassman, and Glassman shares a lot of similarities with Halsey, where he is very dedicated to to learning what's going on, and now he's trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate this facility, and they're they're trying to find some exit portals. Mm-hmm. And as they're continuing this aspect of it, this is where Jules forces on the ground are starting to go through and comb through everyone in the ranks and everyone that they find. Even like having the knights grab a bunch of them with Jewel walking with them, and they're basically saying, you know, these numbers are a lot greater than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we need to root this out. You know, I do want to point out that we are now seeing that bungee style elite featured in this comic. Mm-hmm. So, and it's it's actually a white version of the zealot armor from Hilo Reach, and we're going to see that more and more where some of the species actually, uh, the the bungee era and the three four three era actually are merged together. Yeah, and and it's it's really neat, and you're seeing really cool art aspects to it, and showing that Jewel f- knows who this is. Yeah. And you're saying, finally, you know, Sally's made his move. You know, let's get to it. Let's deal with it. And, oh, also, if you're going to that chamber where, you know, the Spartans are, kill everyone except for Glassman. Yeah. But that's when Jewel comes back into the ship with this hologram of Halsey and has to explain, like, actually who this uh who nyan is mm-hmm. uh, i love how he describes him as he says an unexceptional warrior and inept commander like i love it's just such a such an insult it's such a simple insult but basically says you know as long as this guy is alive though we are going to have this issue with yes. with this new faction trying to rise up against us mm-hmm. so then we move on from that we have spartan hoya who's running away from a very angry elite and as he turns around an elite has a sword and starts swinging at him and right as it goes to to deliver the killing blow i love a promethean just comes out of nowhere and those two start fighting so he just kind of like looks at it and was like that's their problem and just runs mhm and you know so as as hoya gets there finds a tree to take some cover behind but at the same time he goes whoa ho, ho. where the hell am i and what is this Hello. And you see in his scope, he sees Halsey. Yep, and he's got the the target right on her head. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of starts to build some tension there. Moving back in that Forerunner facility with Palmer, Ray, and Glassman at this point. And the, the Covenant and the Prometheans are starting to make their way closer and closer to them. Yeah, they're starting to break down all these doors they've put up, and the rest of the Spartans and some of the OSTs are trying to just hold them off as long as they can. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Ray comes in and says, hey, just got word from Hoya, he found Halsey. And yeah, you know Palmer's like, oh, mm-hmm. Halsey, where? And so Palmer says, okay, you know, let's let's... Let's figure this out. Let's be calm here. I'm going to kill her. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. And at this, 
Yeah. And so basically they, they, they give this little discussion and go over it. While at the same time, we are now back at the rebel hideout, I guess you would say. Sally Nyan's rebel hideout. Yeah, it, it, which is the usual. It's a cave. It's a cave with one throne in it mm-hmm. for whatever reason where he sits. And, and I think we're seeing just a lot of Halo 2, Halo 3S ghosts mm-hmm. in here. You're seeing a little beaten up. You know, some hand-me-downs, obviously. It's Rebellion. Yeah. You gotta get what you gotta get. Yeah, and even that that elite standing behind Nyon is a Halo 3-style elite. So, mm-hmm. it, again, really cool seeing that stuff, but we we now see that Nyon does have that other piece of the Janus key. Yes, so he's, he, he's sitting in, like, this sweet throne as well. Mm-hmm. And he's got... This kind of little like floaty platform has the key kind of standing there spinning on it. You know, trying to be a cool guy. This dude is definitely like a cliche futuristic bad and evil boss man. Oh, 100%. And at this point, you know, he's he's kind of showing the key off. Has anyone seen a more wondrous gift from the gods? Look at this. It's one of the coolest things you've ever seen. No big deal. I'm a cool guy. <laughs> he does say that. It's in the comic. I'm a cool guy. He does. That that was one of the best lines that was written in there, I'd have to say. But no. <laughs> uh, but then we see this last panel before we move on, this elite in blue armor standing a- around the key. Everyone's kind of walking off, but he's holding back. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, and now we're back to... Glassman and Palmer, they're they're looking for portals in order to get out of the facility. This whole entire time, it's just been, let's get a portal and get out of here because we're surrounded. But so they eventually get two portals to open, and they're just basically told, you know, wherever you end up, just get to a safe place. Well, he kind of knows where two are going. He said one's kind of going to the north side of the island. The other one's just in the jungle. Mm -hmm. So Palmer says, okay, Ray, you take Glassman. I need to go and deal with this other portal for no specific reason. Uh, you know, I just want to make sure that we throw their scent off. But, you know, I need to, I really need to go rescue Hoya. Yeah. It's really what this is. She doesn't care about Hoya. No. She only cares about Halsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they come out of this portal and there's this gigantic battle going on between the UNSC and the Covenant, Jules, Jules Covenant. And I love that these they have these mantis out. Mantisai, Mantisai. Mantisai, Mantisai. It's a really cool scene, honestly. Yes. I love how it's depicted. Yeah, so they all make their way out of this portal, basically in the middle of a firefight. And I love that Glassman is instantly already like getting shot at. Like he comes out and is just ducking his head. Well, I love too because they're actually getting shot at by the Mantis. <laughs> because the Mantis, you have a Spartan in there, says, huh, I'm reading a lot of IFF tags nearby. And the other mantis is not paying attention to any of this and it's just like are right, you bastards get ready to meet your oh no 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 hold fire hold fire those are <laughs> those are good guys yeah and so then we have the rest of the spartans who are in the jungle and of course they're like where are we going it's like oh we're heading to the to that crash site yeah cuz we cuz right now we have palmer ray and i believe thorn cuz they mm-hmm. they had sent uh the other ones in charge of glassman to get him out of here but she's like you're my elite team we're going in. And so we see this elite on a on a ghost trying to get a hold of Jewel. Yeah. He basically gets put on with his operator and is like, I need to speak to Umdama. And like, you will speak with me, traitor. 
and and to find out he took it from nyan mm-hmm. and so now he's kind of saying well i do have something that i think mdama would really enjoy so now we see that the spartans are all just kind of around like uh we're surrounding this guy who has the janus key i think we should probably try to get it and this is where you know this is where we have thorn look over and confirm it he has the janus key we need to get him but palmer says no He's not the target. You know, we just heard what's happening. He's calling a meeting with Mdama. Mdama is with Halsey, so we just need to wait and follow him to that meeting. Of course. Of course. It's like, oh, we got to get Mdama where also Halsey is. I, I love this, too, with Palmer. She's thinking, you know, she's one step ahead. She goes, now we're going to spring our own trap. Mm-hmm. And there are Eps 15. So we're still going down this rabbit hole of the Janus Key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're seeing traitors within traitors. It's this double agent type mm-hmm. stuff, you yeah. know, trying to figure out what's going on, you know, who has what. And what I'll say is, you know, as we're saying this, we're going back and forth. It might be confusing. Like, and now we're here and now we're here. It's just so well written, almost like a TV show, giving you like those three different location plots at the same yeah. time going through. It's really, really setting this up to kind of just crescendo. So we're kind of mm-hmm. going we're kind of getting close to reaching that climax of the story, getting, you know, getting the build up, seeing who the characters are. So that leads us into issue 16. Yeah, and so this starts off as we see Ray, Palmer and Thorn are all spying on that elite who has the other part of the Janiski and they're kind of waiting to spring their own trap. Who's just like hanging out, like listening to the radio, just letting <laughs> the, the engine idle, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, essentially, and then he gets up and moves. So then they go to follow him, and he's being met with a Covenant fleet. Who's already there, because they were thinking, we'll follow him to this location, but no, Mm -hmm. they were just immediately boots in the ground right there. Yeah, and so it kind of all of a sudden is like, well, this plan may not go as planned, because, I mean, it's it's like, what, four or five Phantoms, and as well as four or five Wraiths, so it's, Mm -hmm. it's... not what they were expecting. And now we get Jewel, you know, talking with uh, one of his Sangheili, basically saying, all right, you know, the defector does have the key, you know, we're we're ready to go. Uh, okay, sounds great. Get it, eliminate him. Like, we don't really need him. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, and afterwards it moves back to, once again, the, the, the UNSC uh, Infinity, and we're still having this this dogfight going on in the air there's a little bit more UNSC reinforcements now and Lasky brings up you know talking with Roland oh you know Jewel must be making his last stand he's lining all these covenant ships up you know into like this one single file line for some reason to kind of you know blockade us as much as possible however we kind of hear Jewel talking about it basically saying they're cannon fodder mm-hmm. you know we're the ones who have to get out with the keys we're taking as many men as we can unfortunately all of them are going to go down as quote-unquote warriors, but they're just a distraction. Mm, yeah, and we go back to seeing that Covenant fleet meeting up with that that elite with the Janus Key, and we see uh, Palmer does have, or Palmer's looking down the scope at Halsey, and basically they have some kind of plan going on because at first Ray says, you know, this was looking like a suicide a couple of seconds ago, now we just might pull it off. And mm-hmm. this is, you know, Palmer's like, I'm going to make my way down there. I'm going to get some more frag grenades. So they've obviously got something up their sleeves. Yeah, because because like Jesse was saying, all those wraiths and all those phantoms are gone. It's pretty mm-hmm. much, 
Halsey's phantom. That's it. Because they thought this this might be an ambush. This might be this. But they see it's just the one guy. They bring it. And I love this panel because he ends up handing the key directly to Halsey. But also, like, scorning at her. Like, why is there a human in your command? Like, why are you taking orders from her? Then she has, like, this perfect doctor villain panel where she's looking right at the key and she says, perfect. As they start to open fire on that traitor mm-hmm. and just kill him, just for that, because Halsey knows what she wants. She just wants the key. And then one of the elites is confused. Is like, whoa, what were you doing? We're supposed to keep this guy alive. Yeah, like, and and the guy's like, no, no, he's he's a traitor. We got to take him out. But he's like, no, he was the one who could have led us to his hideout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's basically like, uh, we're kind of out of options. But then all of a sudden. We see a giant Krathum Yes, we do. Go on in the distance by Halsey's phantom. We see Palmer on a ghost, and she's now leading an attack towards just what little covenant are there. And she even jumps off of the ghost and rams it into the wraith that's there and starts killing the elites. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Ray and Thorn come into the mix, and Doctor Halsey, being Doctor Halsey. She tells the elites to just rescue her. So I love they just pick her up and just Yeah, she's just, get me out of here. So they just start sprinting out with her as Palmer and, as Palmer pretty much, is the one who chases. The rest of the Spartans mm-hmm. are hanging back for now, still dealing with fire. I love though she says, get me out of here. And then eventually it's like, uh, I'm perfectly capable of walking, thank you. Yeah. Like, make up your mind. But unfortunately, Sarah Palmer finds them and takes out the elite with her dual pistols with her, with her dual pistols and this one palmer says dr halsey great running into you like this gotta have those jokes you gotta have them so that ends our panel right there so we've got like this 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 kind of stare down we go to commercial break transition and we are over back to with jewel and jewel actually ends up capturing sally nyan and destroying his base. You know, and it's basically saying, you're a heretic, you know, you're this, you're that. However, this is when one of his elites informs him, hey, great job, boss, you did good. However, <laughs> uh, Halsey's unit got attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now they have to move back and try to get Halsey again, and this is where we see Sarah Palmer is leading her through the woods, or I guess it's a jungle. And I'm really surprised by this because when you read this, you think that she would just be out for blood mm-hmm. through and through. But this is where Halsey starts to become Halsey. And she's really starting to dig into Palmer. She starts bringing up the, the old morality of this whole situation with Osmond calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, you're basically just Osmond's dog. And we see a little bit more talk from Halsey, very similar to her kind of monologue at the first issue mm-hmm. of this episode, talking about, listen, you wouldn't be here without me. If you're blaming me, blame the people who paid for it. You think I paid for this out of pocket? Yeah. Like that I had the sources and funds secretly? No. This was Oni and the UNSC that funded it. Yeah. they. It, I'm just basically the scapegoat. They needed to point the finger at someone they did it to me. And, and I love this panel, too, when Palmer's like, this armor, this job has been soiled because of you. And Halsey, rightly so, gets angry and says, soiled, I'm the reason that armor exists. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways, Commander. So this really starts to bring up that morality of it. You know, I'm a Spartan true, you know, through and true. I am good. But it's like, but you hate the program that started what you are. Yeah. And then I love, of course, just... All of a sudden, Halsey gets far enough away that she just 
takes off. Mm-hmm. And so as Palmer goes to chase her, she kind of turns the corner of this cliff area. She sees a giant harvester staring over her. Yes. So, uh, whoops. Yes, and I, and I love this, too, that once again, I will say this with 343, they're including a lot of material into this, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have just made another force, but no, they're throwing in more Covenant tech, which is really awesome. Yeah, and so we see that as Palmer is chasing Halsey, the Harvester attacks them, and this is where Palmer falls down a cliff. Does she get, like, stuck? Yeah, she, she like, she, booster packs. Uh, she basically tries to use her booster pack, but she gets hit in the head by a, a thunky rock. And, yeah, it gets, like, 28 hours later, whatever that movie is, 28 weeks, 28 days. She's just going to have to cut hours. off both her arms. Both of them, and her head, and her legs. <laughs> but, no, she she gets stuck in this crevice, and... We see then Halsey makes it. Yep, she she gets in communication with Jewel and says, get me out of here. So all of a sudden, uh, Phantom shows up, picks him up, and they go. And I like this, this, this thing that they asked, too. What about the Spartan? She goes, don't even worry about that. I got what I came for. Mm-hmm. Mono e mono came out on top. Mm-hmm. But now, three days later. Yes, three days later, uh, Palmer has reattached all of her limbs. Um, <laughs> she's back on the she Infinity. She's back on the Infinity. And we have our classic Palmer Lasky talks. However, this one's a little different. She's kind of court-martialed. So he basically comes in. He says, listen, as a courtesy, I'm dropping in before the admir- the admiralty gets here. They're- Roland's trying to stall them as much as he can, but let's mm-hmm. talk. You know, they have their story they want to tell. What is your story? Like, why did you pursue by yourself? Why did you leave this team behind? Why did you fail? Pretty much. Yeah, and, and it's basically just saying it was an emotional response. Like, mm-hmm. she, I got to her, and then she basically got under my skin. And yes. now she got away. And, like, there's nothing I can do about it at this point, which is terrifying. Yeah, and I think really Oni doesn't care if Palmer lived or really what happened to Halsey, but she lost the other half of the Janus key. Yeah, that's all really that matters. And now Oni being Oni, they need someone to blame mm-hmm. for all of this. And then we go back to Halsey and Jewel Amdama, and now they have both pieces of the Janus key together, and we're starting to see uh, they kind of look like Forerunner symbols or maybe just Solar systems? Yeah, so I think it's planetary symbols, Mm -hmm. because right now, where she's pointing, it's like, that's the absolute record. So the key is the one to be able to point to that, and basically, once you get there, in theory, you use both key halves to unlock the absolute record. Yeah, and and this is kind of the end of this this story arc. Yeah, so we're, um, we're pretty much doing four to six issues for each story arc of these mm-hmm. things they're doing. Yeah. We've, so we've knocked out four of them, and unfortunately, we've now lost the UNSC's half of the Janus Key. Halsey and Jewel now have pretty much what looks like unlimited power. You know, they're going to be able to get to where they have to go and unlock every foreigner tech they need. Yeah, any and all of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that, that ends it uh, as we go on to our next issue, which is issue 17. Yep, and so it starts out on Kiner, the capital of planet Minab. And we just see this woman doing dishes. There's a photo of a, a man uh, in her and her, uh, we're assuming her daughter. And all of a sudden, you can see almost like in the reflection of the window, mm-hmm. like some beam coming down and then a teardrop down from her face. 
And it's the covenant glassing this planet. Yeah. And then we get this really awesome two panel page with, once again, just kind of these text bubbles of thought going through. Mm -hmm. And it says, you know, it starts the fireball 100 meters wide crashing down from the sky. And you see him glassing the entire planet. And it's, it's really talking about, from whoever's point of view, this is currently what happens during it. You know, the lucky ones get hit with the heat wave that follows. You know, the unlucky ones are the ones that have to deal with the fallout and this ice age that happens. Because actually, when you glass, it blocks the sun out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the same with like a nuclear winter, mm-hmm. essentially, uh, just because of all the smoke and the ash. So now that's, that's you know, she's kind of saying like, if you survive, you're stuck in that. Well, we don't know who it is yet. Someone's stuck in that. Someone's stuck in that. <laughs> Someone's stuck in that. Jesse's jumping ahead this episode. <laughs> yeah, and so then we're we're orbiting above the planet Clyel, and I do love how this planet looks after like being glassed because we we haven't really gotten too much visuals of that yet. No, and to see well, we've seen it, but we haven't seen the aftermath after some time. Yeah, of of what really happens. I love seeing like the patterns of where the beam hit and mm-hmm. actually glass and everything. Yeah, and right now we're in the UNSC Cascadia and mm-hmm. we have two ODSTs, you know, talking about how disgusting this is. They're like, "Oh, I thought glassing was done after the war. Like I'm not really understanding why they did this." And like, "Well, you know, everyone's everyone's dead, so it'll be fine." But we then get a faint distress signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and it's odd for them because again, they 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 don't really think that people are surviving after a glassing. And as they're you know kind of discussing this, we have someone say, "No, that's not true." You know, people can survive it because they're basically saying a month at most. Mm-hmm. And she says, "No, I survived on a glass planet for three years." And they're saying, "You know, who who are you?" And she says. You know, I'm Sergeant Tanaka, the 412th Engineer Command UNSC Army. And they're like, why is an engineer, you know, kind of telling us what to do? Because I walk around and I listen in on people's conversations and occasionally I have them butt in. Well, yeah, that's kind of what she said. She, <laughs> yeah. she, she basically said, oh, I heard what you were saying. And she actually really ends up trying to convince them because they said, no, they'll all be dead by the covenant. You know, isn't that what happened to you? She goes, mm, it's not always the conditions that do the killing. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of realizing that, ooh, maybe there's the Covenant involved with this. But it goes back to Minib in 2551. And it tells basically the backstory of her and these survivors. And we actually see they were basically able to survive because they were in this mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was it was deep enough and covered enough that the glassing didn't really affect it too much. And so mm-hmm. we see that there's this... Essentially, civiliz- this small civilization living there, because it starts with Tanaka dragging some kind of creature on a sled. It's like a big walrus-type looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and so we see that her and her father live on the very top of this uh, crane. So I always love it. It's like the top of like a tower almost. That's the uh, post-apocalyptic version of a penthouse. Yeah, because that's basically where their loading platform is. Mm-hmm. And we talk with you know Holly Tanaka. And we go back a little bit because we actually recognize both of them from that photo. So that's mm-hmm. kind of that monologue we were hearing. It's obviously them grown up. Yeah. And we have this argument going on, you know, saying that, uh, you know, this guy is ridiculous. He's lashing out. And we see this kind of manic guy tied up. He's, he's gagged and bound because uh, apparently he's 
probably a little off his rocker at this point, and it's kind of understandable with the planet being glass and whatnot. And kind of people start turning on each other. Well, yeah, because they the one guy lost his eye from a fight with him, so they're going mm-hmm. on and on. But then comes the discussion: Do we let him go? Do we kill him? Do we just leave him bound? Like, what do we do? And so Holly and Holly Tanaka and her dad have this discussion, you know, saying. I need you to be sharp. Like, I need you to take care of these things. But the next morning, we realized someone had cut him loose. Mm-hmm. And so this battle ensues of people arguing back and forth. Well, there was these two guys that they, you know everyone kind of sees as loners. And they were kind of against killing him. So then once the guy gets set free, a few people are instantly like, oh, it was you guys who set them free. But, you know, so it's one of those situations like after a quick, not real skirmish. There's just kind of some warning shots fired off from Tanaka. Like, it, everyone kind of stops fighting, and they, they move on from that. But we see then that this this guy who actually was set free, he's running through the snow, and he runs into some Kigyar, which it, I love that this is also that classic bungee design of the Kigyar as well. Mm-hmm. Then we're back to our underground bunker a couple hours later, basically talking about, you know, who were those guys down there? And they're like, I don't ask. You know, they're from an outer, outer colony. They want their privacy. Mm-hmm. But then we get word that, oh, no, this dude who we had let go has actually led the Kigyar and the rest of the Covenant to their base. Yeah, so it, kind of ironic. Like, oh, here, bud, just go. And he's like, actually, you guys are all dead. So they open up a a door, and they're all trying to escape. But unfortunately, that's when the Kigyar break in and they start attacking everyone and so tanaka and her father split up and he's like okay i'll meet back up with you just go so armed with a shotgun she makes her way out and she climbs up this ladder knocks over the ladder but unfortunately the kig yard do get to her father mm-hmm. yeah and so at this point she sees what happens and she actually runs into those two guys who were, were kind of like the loners, you know, no one really knows much. And so then all of a sudden it kind of like they put her, their hands on her mouth and it transitions. We then jump back to present day on the Cascadia. And after her story's told, uh, she basically ends up being able to convince the commander to send this rescue party. Mm-hmm. You know, after basically saying, I survived it, there might be survivors down there. Yeah, and it, that's the end of it. And really recap, as I said, there's some... Some ODST were kind of skeptical on whether or not they should go try to find some people on this glass planet. And that's when Tanaka comes in and starts giving her story about people can survive on there for a long time. Yeah, I mean, this is our introduction to Spartan Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to try and figure out who she is and to get this introduction backstory and to see how in this next issue she does become a Spartan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the the comic starts, and they they are actually making their way onto the planet's surface. And we kind of start then getting more of that backstory of Tanaka. And, you know, she's still blaming these two guys for releasing the prisoner, but they actually said, it was actually your father who did it. Like, he didn't want the guy to die, so your father got released. But with that being said, it's just us. Like, we're the only survivors at this point. So, you know, a little bit about us. We actually are insurrectionists, and we were experts in guerrilla warfare, and we're basically going to teach you 
you know, guerrilla warfare to survive. Yeah, because there's an emergency cache they have outside mm-hmm. that they need to pick up. It's the only one that they know about because there's no way they can make their way back in just because the Covenant are going to stay there and basically make their nest there. Yeah. We jump back to our present day uh, with boots on the ground, tracking that little beacon that they, they were following. Mm-hmm. And we come across a body with plasma burns on it that are actually still pretty fresh, obviously knowing that something like what happened on her planet is happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even love there's like this giant chunk missing out of the guy's arm. It's just gory. But we then kind of go to the flashback and we see Tanaka start participating in that guerrilla warfare. She's even putting like the, the tribal paint on under her eyes. And her and those two insurrectionists start taking out those jackals one by one. And eventually start getting uh, more and more weapons. Yeah, so they grabbed a couple weapons. They were there for the supplies. Um, so they just grabbed a couple Covenant weapons mm-hmm. and brought it back under. And basically said, listen, there's really only way we can do this, and it's just a wait. Mm-hmm. We can't go back out there. We got lucky this one time. They're going to be patrolling and looking for us, so we just wait. And so Tanaka's like, you know, grabs her gun and says, no, 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 we got to go. But... She ends up firing a shot off because they block it and calls her stupid, stupid, stupid. You know they're going to come for us now. And so Tanaka starts to cry and kind of really worry about, kind of lament at this point. Yeah. And so they do eventually make their way out to these. So four months later, they they are actually traveling and they see kind of just the glasslands, what used to be. But now we're kind of back to modern Tanaka, who they start making their way into this facility that they find, and that's when an ODST falls in and finds a bunch of jackals, and a fight ensues from there. And as this fight goes on, you know, because they made their way to this agricultural facility, and they talked about how did this even survive? Well, some does, some doesn't. But they're fighting through, and they end up, after kind of clearing this out, find these survivors below who they're able to save and extract. And then we get an Oni document that's Captain French uh, talking to June and basically saying in this memo, June, listen, I know you're looking for some Spartan fours. Well, do I have the candidate for you? She showed great work out in the field. She was top of her game with this. You know, she took initiative and she didn't have to. Yeah. So if you're looking for anyone for your Spartans, like she's it. Yep. And then we see just this final shot of her looking in the reflection of the glass out in space, and we're seeing her armor looking back. Mm-hmm. And so that's the end of this kind of, you know, two-issue mini story for Tanaka. So, it, again, it was pretty cool. Something we didn't really need, but we still got anyways. I needed it. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it, it was necessary because we're going to have Tanaka as a Spartan um, and someone as a key character. So having the two issues, I think, was super important to have. Plus, it gave you know background to kind of post-glassing planets mm-hmm. and, and what really happens with it and just some really cool backstory into how do people survive this? What went on? And one, it's very interesting to see that, like, Specifically, obviously, our pirates jump onto planet after glassing and kind of comb it down. Yeah. So then we have issue number 19. This issue starts out where somewhere in the Earth's feed jury system, and we have three elites messing with a communications node. And as they're talking, all of a sudden, one of the elites just kills both of them. Well, two had approached him mm-hmm. and, and asked, you know, what are you doing? Why are you playing with that? And he's like, oh... Fixing a glitch, it's all good, don't worry about it. 
And they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. But yeah, just draws a sword, takes him out. And this is where we get another fun monologuiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because it says when it comes to St. Helier, our greatest challenge is the cultivation of reliable assets. And basically talks about how the St. Helier are honor and aggression and fighting. And what we need to do is we need to deviate and have more self-preservation and deception very much like humans. It, it moves on from there. And it's Sarah Osman talking to these these uh, other higher ups about Ayat Sevi, who is this this elite that we just saw, this thing Healy we just saw, and basically saying, like, he is our in. Like, he's our inside guy. And Osman's kind of telling them, like, you know, now she has, like, they're, they're moving on about Halsey and talking about Halsey now has access to basically... Every shield world, every forerunner ship that she can get her hands on. So now she is an absolute threat. And so now Osman has a five-member team that's going to infiltrate Jules, Covenant, and Fleet and get to Halsey. They'll be stored on the Breath of Annihilation um, and continue from there. Uh, Basically, we're going to be calling it Operation Athena. And we get this next panel with Palmer fighting this hunter and just like going at it, ripping its neck out, just going crazy. We see Lasky kind of talking, said, I need her out. Like, let's get her going. We got a mission for her. Yeah. And she's essentially just in the, uh, she's in the Spartan war games. Cause apparently that's just how she takes R and R. It's just to do the war games. But we go back to the song of retribution, which is Jewel and Dama's ship where Jewel meets up with Halsey. And now again, they're both butting heads because she's doing some more tests and it's kind of halting their plans for the time being. Yeah. And you said she's, she's running tests to make sure that they're going to get where they need to be correctly. And Jewel's just getting antsy about it. He's got this large army, you know, they have the Janus key. Like they really just need to move on with this already. He's been working long enough for it. Mm-hmm. Then we jump back to the Infinity with Palmer out of the games. Uh, Lasky's saying, hey, listen, I know you're kind of having this on yourself, but this was a joint loss. Mm-hmm. It's not just you who lost the Janus Key. We all did. But to let you know, I got this big operation for you. You know, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. And it's bigger than Halsey in a way. Yeah. We need to make sure that she's stopped, no matter what it takes. And then we get... This other panel, which I love, where he talks about we've had this personnel on the inside, and it's Thorne and this elite just going at it, and Thorne's like, I remember you. Yeah, because this was that elite with the, uh, what'd you call it, the gooey juice or something? Yeah, with the toxin. Yep. And so he was the one who had taken it out of there and escaped that had been picked up by Oni. Mm-hmm. And it basically says, listen, I let you go, like... Just let's handshake. Let's get this going. Bygones be bygones. Like, we're both on the same mission. Yeah. Palmer breaks it up. She's like, this isn't a pissing contest. We got to go. And then we get our five-man team, which is going to be Palmer, Thorne, Glassman, Tanaka, and our fun new elite buddy. So, yeah, we're bringing all these on that are basically going to be able to either stop the Janus Key or figure out what's going on with it. And stop Halsey from using any aspect of it. Yeah, and and they're going to be in this this stowaway container. And one of the reasons that they're bringing Glassman is one, his somewhat knowledge and forerunner buttons he pushes, and two, <laughs> this telemetry probe that they're going to bring that will allow the Infinity and the UNSC to track them even through slip space, even through kind of forerunner portals, just because of 
Crazy tech is basically what they say. <laughs> yeah, and we go back to the song of retribution, and we actually see that that leader Nyon, who was leading the insurrection against Jewel, Jewel actually keeps him is still as a prisoner, and so it's basically hit Nyon's taunting him at this point, telling him you're becoming more and more like that human, like each and every day. Jewel wants to know how many are left in his new little covenant sect. And the guy basically says, you'll never know. Like, why don't you kill me? Like, you're not a real Sanghealy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sanghealy don't take prisoners. Yeah, no, they just, they kill him. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to that Ursfield Geordie system. And we now are stowed away and coming into that ship via a phantom. So we have our little pod being stored in there. And they're like, all right, you're going to stay in the pod. We'll get this going. Because at that same time, we have those destination coordinates that are going towards you know halsey's final goal and we have Mm -hmm. all these ships preparing to jump yeah and so they they all start going into the portal and that's when covenant get through and they arrive and all of a sudden you know they're they're where they need to be and all of a sudden all the ships in the surrounding area start to explode or they're, they're getting like cracked in half this is now trouble for uh, the that five-man squad that's been sent in because they have to escape. You know, as there's all these explosions going on, these ships around, they have to get out of their kind of their, their pod. Yeah, and so as they have made their way to the destination, we start to see the Janus Key react. Mm-hmm. And Halsey's like, ooh, what is this? This is, this is going to happen. Like, we're going to get it. The portal's going to appear any second. Oops. All these mini portals. Well... Ship-sized portals, I'd say, yeah, start to open up and tear the fleet to bits. And Halsey's like, "Uh, what are all these ruptures?" And I love like they're like, "Change course, change course, change course." Uh, abort, abort, abort. Get out. Yeah. And so the ship that we have our little fire team on starts to get hit. The Covenant dropship they were in ruptures as well, and so it lets them explode out of their little holding cell that you know they're trying to stay in, and say, "All right, you know, we got to get moving." And their elite confidant says my ship is collapsing we got to get out of here mm-hmm. like like i was trying to do this we got to go how are we going to do this and so that basically leaves us on the cliffhanger of what is to happen to our five-man group yeah and so yeah so to recap this a little bit we now have the janus key you know fully together with an oni mission to infiltrate and take out halsey take out the key you know whatever they have to do however you know we're going to see that halsey she's going to say Fight a couple more minutes, think we'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have no idea what this key is doing and why these portals are just erupting everywhere. Yeah. And, and with, with the start of issue number 20, we see that um, basically all these ships are destroyed in the midst of this gigantic portal forming outside of Jewel Amdama's flagship. And this is now we see this kind of conflict between Jewel and, you know, as you said, uh, Halsey, where she's blaming him. And he actually puts his hand on her throat and just whips her across the deck, which is surprising because at this point he's been very, like, just kind of letting her do her thing for the most part. Yeah, because, you know, he's starting to lose men. And, and it's a whole thing of having an instructionist leader, you know, on your ship that's been dealing with you, dealing with all this other stuff. It's tough. Mm-hmm. But we jump back over to the Breath of Annihilation where our team is, and they're basically saying, we got to get out of here. Like, oh, we need that, we need that probe too, by the way. Uh, do you guys have that probe? Nyat says, um, that thing's broken. <laughs> like, like, it got crushed in this crash. Like, we got to get out of here. 
And so they devise this plan. All right, we got to get, like, Glassman, you know, can't breathe, doesn't have any armor, but we got to get going. So uh, Nyat says, okay, I will kind of cause this diversion, all this smoke, you get going, and get out of here. Mm, yeah, because Glassman passes out at this point. Nyat throws in some kind of canister with some kind of gas. It's not really... Ayat. Sorry, I've been saying Nyat. Ayat. So Ayat throws in this canister at these jackals. So he disperses a smoke screen, but... That... So uh, new grenade confirmed for Halo 5. Don't play Halo 5 yet. <laughs> new grenade confirmed. <laughs> Go off the comics and the comics alone. So so then they, they start to make their way out of this facility, but they keep running into more and more covenant resistance as they do. Yeah, and I... I sorry, I've been saying Nyat for some reason. Ayat, minus the N... Um, <laughs> has basically said, okay, I'm going to cause this diversion. You get out. We're basically going to make you a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to take out as many as you can, and when we leave ship, you'll be like this ghost story of like, oh, no, the fleet started to tear itself apart type thing. And like, were there Spartans or were there not? Yeah. And I love that this guy is working very well with them. Like, to the point he's putting their differences aside and mm-hmm. like really strategically thinking this through. But as they start to make their way out, they see a... Wraiths start to roll up on them, and that's when they're just kind of like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. But then a phantom comes in and takes it out because mm-hmm. that's when they're like, where's Ayat? And then, you know, he actually came through the last minute. So again, And, and he basically brings up, too, he's like, listen, our only option is we go to the song. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the flagship, like that's our only option is to go there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then we go back to Halsey and Jewel, who are once again arguing because mm-hmm. that's their relationship in this entire comic. Even though she just got thrown across the deck, she's just walking back up and arguing with him again about how he's wrong uh, and their their calculations were wrong and they should have waited and whatnot. Like, yeah. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's their relationship. Yeah. But back into the hangar bay, we've got our five man team coming on. And saying, okay, we need to split this up and uh, basically take two teams. You know, we're starting to see that they're making the ship, you know, over here. We got to figure out what's going on and kind of do some intel. So the the rest of you, which is going to be Palmer, Glasman, and Ray, you're going to hide in this little crash pod mm-hmm. for now. But me and my buddy over here, good old Thorn. You know, we're going to make our way through and kind of make this distraction and figure out how to get you kind of out of here. Because the plan devised is that they figured out that uh, Sally Nyon is on here. And they're like, what a better time to cause a riff than to arm and help out the opposition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the plan. So they start Thorn and and Nyon make their way towards the uh i guess the holding cell probably is where they're going mm-hmm, yeah but they get on the ship and then that's when the ship goes through that portal that they were uh that destroyed a bunch of those ships yeah and then we get you know just some just some fun little bleepy bloops here you know site mm-hmm. site breach indication sentient proximity warning sector 0093b vessel found identified initial scan as they're scanning you know, we see that there's a scan paused. There's humans aboard this ship. There's four of them. So, like, they see that there's the reclaimers with it. Mm-hmm. And we see this gigantic AI 
and for me, it looked like Medica Bias initially. It's, yeah, it's the same visual with it. So I assume it's kind of that same class mm-hmm. that we have going with. Because I thought I thought the same thing. Yeah, it, it it I think it's just the the color of the eyes are three different colors. Yeah. Versus Medica Bias is just like yellow. Oh, yeah, because I, I got super pumped when that happened too. I was like, oh, he's in it. I go, wait, like wait, actually, isn't like only a fragment of him somewhere else? Yeah, and then, and then you have to go check online, and then you're like, ah. And you're like, oh, never mind, never mind. Okay, you're just a thing. But yeah, we'll we'll learn about that in the next one. So yeah, to recap Mm -hmm. this, you know, we're getting the crescendo. You know, the orchestra's building. It's building up. We're getting to like where they had like the wand thingy, like way up in the air. (laughs) And it's going to come crashing down soon. Essentially, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we're on issue number 21. Mm -hmm. And it first starts out is that Jewel ship is inside this gigantic forerunner structure where you can see like the galaxies all around it's, it. it's it's really cool it's, it's i would say it's probably the ultimate planetor planetarium mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. and then they they then go through another portal and they make their way inside this gigantic structure and that's when this mendicant bias clone <laughs> uh, he, uh pops up and says time for a formal reception you know what it is Hmm. It's the Triforce, but Halo. <laughs> Essentially. But yeah, so back inside of the ship, we actually, you know, remember Tanaka, Glassman, and Palmer are all hiding inside of this drop pod. And we see that the Covenant are basically going to try to, like, they're not even looking for them, but they need inside the drop pod. And so Well, now- yeah, because well, yeah, they bring up, the like, it's a bunch of scrap around here now. We got to patch up holes. Just start grabbing anything to shove mm-hmm. into a hole. Yeah, and they're like, start with that drop pod. And, yeah. and all three of them are like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's the classic, uh-oh. And we cut, just for a quick second, back over to the Breath of Annihilation, which actually ended up surviving, but crash landing on a planet nearby. And we actually see you know, some ships coming in, cutting it up, doing some repairs, with some talk of saying, uh, there definitely were Spartans here, but also other leads saying, Stop lying. Like you, like, you think you're crazy. There's not Spartans here. So mm-hmm. it really starts to cause this discourse, which is exactly what they want. Yeah. It, it moves on to Ayat and Thorn discussing kind of their plans from here mm-hmm. to break out Nyon, that leader, because they're going to try to start this this ensuing civil war within this ship itself. Yeah. And, and to go back a little bit to kind of clear some stuff up because it's it's so quick in here they ubered mm-hmm. so we basically had i at uber our three-person team over to the song and then back on the annihilation that's where we have i and thorn because mm-hmm. that's where our prisoner yeah. is held yeah and then now we're on the mega structure the foreigner mega structure so jewel and halsey go out and they have like this army of zealots behind them to go and meet this gigantic forerunner who is not mendicant bias, damn it. But <laughs> and so they go out to meet uh him and she's trying to to say, you know, like, listen, librarian sent me here. She told me to come here. I have the Janus key. Like, check it out. Now give me all your secrets, essentially. And Yeah, and and I love foreigner AIs and stuff like that, because like with the monitors, they're just so even toned with like, yeah. That's uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Where's the rest of them? And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah, because he's like, I detected multiple humans. And then at one point he's like dispersing these, uh, he disperses these sentinels to all of a sudden go to that drop pod mm-hmm. and get Glassman, 
Palmer and Tanaka and then teleport them into the same room. Yeah. So I love like all of a sudden they're dropped right in front of Halsey with an army behind them. But Jewel's telling him like, stand down. It's fine. Like, we just need to figure this out. And basically we have this, this AI puts Halsey and Glassman through this, uh, let's say, trivial pursuit. I don't know what to call it. I mean, it's pretty much what it is. It's kind of <laughs> this morality test. I think it's kind of to see if you're like you're a true reclaimer, mm-hmm. if you're if you should have the knowledge to know where all this stuff is. So as they're getting their trivia contest ready, they've got their notes out, some pens and paper. Obviously, they're picking team names. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the most important part of trivia. Obviously, we're back to the breath of annihilation, and this is where Thorn is making his way through and just tearing stuff apart because basically what they're doing is they're playing on that yes there's a spartan no there's a spartan to kind mm-hmm. of even tear that deeper yeah and we have ayat basically you know being the voice in his head saying take a left take a right you mm-hmm. know kind of directing him to get to where the prisoner is and to take a lot of these things out because their goal is to make as much noise and chaos as possible so that Ayat can go save this rebel leader nyan and just cause this rebellion and on this ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it goes back to the, the the rest of our team with, with Jewel, Halsey, Glassman, Palmer, and all them. This is where fake mendicant bias says, you know, listen, we, we are going to have you guys do this assessment. But then randomly one of uh, the Zinghili zealots shoots at one of the sentinels. And that's when the AI decides, like, okay, I'll solve this problem. And he gets rid of the floor that's holding everyone but Jewel, Halsey, Tanaka, and Palmer, and Glassman. So they all just fall. Well, actually, uh, Jewel almost falls in this panel, too. Oh, I love it, too, because really this this fight starts to break out. You see Palmer get shot in the back by one of the Sentinels, and Halsey just goes, do something. And the custodian, a.k.a. fake, fake mendicant bias, goes, yes. And that's when he drops the floor. <laughs> like, oh, it's so cool. See, all the elites are gone. And like you said, you know, Jewel is barely able to hang on and climbs back up mm-hmm. with a her. Yeah. And so this is when the, you know, he says, all right, like, let's do this test and we'll see who, who is the who is the one person that can come and see all, all these records. Yes. It's it's who wants to be a record there. Mm-hmm. Lights dim, music starts, it's beautiful. <laughs> and that's the end of that issue. Yeah. Basically, to recap, we now have Spartan Thorn and Ayat, you know, causing a lot of hell. They're going Stone Cold Steve Austin on it. Of course. To essentially start this rebellion. And then we now have, basically, it's going to be a battle of wits between Halsey and Glassman to get into these Forerunner records. Yes, yeah, so we'll see what happens coming up on issue 22. And 22 starts pretty much where we left off. So the questions start to begin, and Halsey kind of is saying, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I got the Janus key. Like, that's a free ticket in, right? Like, I got it. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he's basically just like, nah, son. Like, and I also love every like three issues or so the artists change. And I love the art for this because it shows this monitor is huge. Like he's the size of like a shed, essentially. Yeah, because yeah, with, with, with the custodians, you know, pretty much being almost that same AI base. You know, this mm-hmm. is the whole thing that manages all this knowledge. Yeah, and basically, dude, enough. 
just because you have the key doesn't mean you get in. Mm-hmm. Like it guided you here, but you got to answer some trivia. Yeah, this is one step of the puzzle. Yeah. But now we jump back over to the Breath of Annihilation. And like I was saying before, now we have those tensions erupt over yes, there was a Spartan, no, there was a Spartan. And now all the ones that said yes were like, do you not see that there were Spartans? Like, you lied to us. And so this kind of ensues this battle and starts to basically say, oh, you're traitors, saying there was no Spartan. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're the ones trying to take this ship across. So this, this battle starts to ensue. And it becomes this perfect cover for them to rescue this leader. Ayat's even kind of able to just blend in and make mm-hmm. his way through and just be like, nothing to see here. See yeah, because he definitely stokes the fire a little bit, too. And mm-hmm. says, yeah, there's definitely a Spartan here. What are you guys talking about? Wink, wink. Yeah. And as Thorn actually starts to make his way out of the ship, he starts getting attacked by a bunch of wraiths. So mm-hmm. he has to go diving. Yeah, because there was this, the, obviously, these whole breaches on this planet, dives into this water and dives deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now we go back to our trivial... Who wants to be a knowledge heir? Uh, I was going to say trivial pursuit, but I like knowledge heir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we go back to that... Because you're in the hot seat, and, yeah. and the hot seat's on that show. This is true. So then this is when they do start that assessment, mm-hmm. and it, it's one of those things where it's like, should we take out all it's kind of like akin to like uh, a question with the flood mm-hmm. like should we take out all life or should we try to preserve life while having this battle and i love that both glassman jumping ahead a little bit glassman and halsey pick a different answer yeah. but the, he he says correct to both yeah i i don't know the rationale and, what, and i think too it's it's more so i wonder if cuz they never really go into it if he's testing more of them living up to their morals. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, maybe it's, like, that's just one layer. And, like, yeah. the, it, like depending, it's, like, an overall score thing. Yeah, because it was, it was basically, do you kill an entire race to harvest them and use them as an antidote at 35%, or do you let them live autonomously and it's 33%? Mm-hmm. And Halsey just goes, murder them. Yeah, murder them. But, but I love during that assessment, we see the Yanyet, which are those... Yes. Th- so, technically, this was the first appearance of them. They show up in... Uh, in Halo Nightfall, but yeah. this was that species they're referencing. Yeah, if you don't know who they are, they're the knockoff Doctor Who race. Very knockoff Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then we now see a bunch of Kigyar are looking for Spartan Thorn, mm-hmm. and I love the Rambo style. He comes slowly out of the water with a knife and just starts beating the hell out of them and starts stabbing them. But yeah, and then moving on from that, we have Ayet, who we see he's carrying like some kind of cloth with something inside of it on his back. He makes his way to Nyon, and I, I love Nyon sitting there. He says, who are you? And he says, think of me as a spirit of vengeance. I love that for some reason, but pulls him down and gives, you know, says like, here's your armor. Well, and, and what's great too is he plays him just like Jewel would. Mm-hmm. You know like how Jewel has his people under him. He basically says, "Oh, you know, you this is think of this as a rebirth. Like mm-hmm. the gods have sent me. You know, you're the real leader. You're the you're the religious one." Basically, just talking him up, and like you said, brings him his armor. I love that he's doing this though with his arms crossed, kind of like leaning back. Yeah, like, it's like almost like half-ass doing it. Like, yeah, I'm a. Uh... I'm the showing you that you're the true God. Yeah. When I like it too, because it's a very human pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 you know that he's like spent so much time. And he's adopted a lot of it. Mm-hmm. it. And it's that thing of 
let's get this out of the way with dude come on put the armor on cut cut the crap let's just go mm-hmm. but yeah and so then it goes back to who wants to be a forerunner or whatever you called it knowledge air knowledge air thinking all knowledge. the knowledge knowledge air and i love that that this custodian keeps pressing them for information and all of a sudden halsey being halsey she hacks into the system mm-hmm. and basically short circuits the dude and then the the place goes black for the most part and so uh she's she said you know basically he was foolish to think that i was going to follow his rules and then they take off well that's a great thing too is like I love that his one rule pretty much was give me an answer, and she just stonewalled him. Yeah, and he's like, um, uh, can I have an answer? And yeah. like, I, like I said, at the same time, mm. like messing with him. So yeah, pretty mm. much shuts the system down and needs a reboot. And you see, at this time, Halsey's like, I have, I, I don't want to deal with this. I have access to this door. Let's get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we move back to Thorn who sees that he has a needler in the abdomen. Yeah, so during that skirmish, you know, he's rolling around, kicking around, and we see him get hit, but he takes really no notice until, like, however much time this has been passed, it starts to really get to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so Halsey and Jewel make their way into this room with this really long hallway, and she's getting ready to enter uh and access these files that she's or you know just this forerunner knowledge and 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 to go back a little bit with it like we said halsey's thirsting to know everything Mm, and this was pretty much a mission the librarian gave her and she even talks about it you know because jules what do you even expect to find in there and she says exactly what the librarian promised a new future Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting to see you know where this is going to take as we wrap this issue up yep and once again, you know, we're trying our best to kind of go back and forth because this is very much kind of like it, written like a book or like a movie at this point with multiple plot lines going. And, and scenes jumping back and forth between those plot lines a lot. Yeah. Because it is hard to put these visuals in word because comics are very visual. So. Yeah. And so so I guess to recap your major points we're looking at, really ending this issue is we have Ayat uh, helping out Nyon, giving him his armor, giving him a pep talk to rally with an already kind of disgruntled crew mm-hmm. that's happening. We have Spartan Thorn, who is stranded in this swamp. He has no comms currently with a needler on his side and jackals at his front. And then now we have Halsey who left, you know, our little Spartan ragtag team in the dark to get into this door that's opening for her to get her the crown of knowledge air. <laughs> So, yeah, the the next issue starts, issue number 23, and she makes her way into this room, and we see it's the librarian from Halo 4 and Spartan Ops. And or, in current memes, the Craig Brown. <laughs> According to our Discord, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, uh, the librarian greets her and says, you know, you will find the answers that you seek within. And then, of course, we can't just let it keep going, because now transition back and we see that Palmer, Tanaka, and Glassman are all fighting the these uh, Kigyar that kind of made their way to them. Which I'm kind of confused about. We didn't really see much of this happening in that last frame. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we said ships waiting somewhere. Because everybody else dropped. Yeah, because they had no floor and they were on platforms. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue the logistics of Forerunner hey, floors. pirates be pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... but uh... Oh, we got... Let me just tell you. 
We got Palmer dueling right now. Dually wielding. Dually wielding some pistols. Yeah, so <laughs> they start to make their, their way out, but they run into to Zangheili. But then you see a sentinel shoot them in the head, and then he starts talking to both the Spartans through their huds. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like, uh, what? But of course, we can't have answers just yet. Transition. Yeah, so we're back to the Breath of Annihilation, and we have this monologue from Nyan, basically saying, you know, Mdama's loyal is fully into the shadows. We need to enter this vault mm-hmm. that has divine gifts and gifts from the god, basically being a mix of weaponry, treasure, whatever they want at this point. And we see that he, Nyan specifically, has now rallied all of these different Sanghili that were on board that, you know, have been questioning and needed a new leader. Yeah. And basically an ingenious plan by Ayat, because it's basically like, let both sides kill each other and then pick off the survivors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then moving on from that, we see that Thorn is still fighting with some Kigyar. So he does take out this Kigyar who does have the Banshee, but the Kigyar falls on top of him because he got out of it to look around. And he's falling into like this planet or this this system's equivalent to quicksand. It's a swamp. It's, swamp. it's swampy. <laughs> swamp mud. And so you just see he's just like, and the hand is slowly descending. Got the Terminator, into the swamp. Terminator hand going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're back to Halsey and the librarian. And the librarian, you know, is basically saying, now you, you have access to all of these points. You know, it's a grid extends throughout galaxies, like all over the place. But until you have reconfigured the site security protocols, you got to make sure that, like, you stay in this chamber. And Halsey's just, hmm, I can go there. I can go there. Get in a candy shop, my friend. But I really like, we get a little bit more forerunner insight. Because the librarian says, you know, why don't you start with this point over here that has design seeds and with these 12 moons? And basically what you'll do is once it's triggered, you know, these machines will start to assemble like all these planetary things for you. Like it basically mm-hmm. starts to get the design working. And I love that she's also like, oh, one of those moons too is an automated ship and will destroy anything you want. So <laughs> just do what you want. They really didn't think this through about who can just get in and mess with their stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, but then now we go back to Glassman, Palmer, and Tanaka, and we actually see that the custodian of the foreigner structure put himself inside of a sentinel. Yeah, so similar like we've heard with Mendicant Bias having different sections everywhere, this one did as well and basically had a backup within this specific sentinel. Mm-hmm. And basically tells them, I need to get reactivated so I can take control of the facility again so I can kick Halsey out of there. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen with every monitor, this is mine. This is my home. Mm-hmm. You mess with it, I'm taking you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then there's this battle going on with, with Ayat there just kind of watching. We see that that Thorne's trying to get a hold of him. and He's er, made it out. So Thorne, Thorne is living. He He crawled out, and then he's like, I need medical assistance because he's bleeding out. He's like, I'm going to make my way towards you. And I, it's like, no, there's this giant battle going on. Please yeah. stay there. And he's just like, he's like, I can't. I, I need medical assistance. I'm heading your way. And it's just kind of like, let's see what happens then. Because yeah. you can't really stop him at this <laughs> I point. I love too because he's like, Thorn, Thorn, okay. Like, I guess I'll go meet him in the bay. So, you know, 
starts to make his way there. Now we are back over to the absolute record. All these transitions. Back and forth, back and <laughs> forth. And now we're seeing how those Kigyar pretty much got there. We've got all these Covenant dropships incoming mm-hmm. that were around there that probably came off of the Song of Retribution. And, you know, we see our little team of three, along with Custodian, making their way to this point that will allow them to basically interface again and allow the custodian to take over once more. Mm-hmm. Now it's back to Jewel, who's who's once again being like, I should have went in there. Why yeah. did I let her? <laughs> yeah. He's literally just standing there just like, yeah, she's been in there too long. Yeah, it's like when like your mom would go into like a grocery store or a gas station to grab something real quick. You're sitting in the car, like just twiddling your feet. And you're like, it's taking a real long time. She probably ran into an old friend. Well, yeah, because one of the big things, I guess Jewel doesn't know, but he's kind of like, tough guy in it outside with one of his zealots being like, yeah, I'll show Halsey when she gets out of here. She doesn't rule me. <laughs> Not realizing that inside there's basically a loudspeaker yeah. that's displaying all of this. And you just see, and then the comic ends with just Halsey just going, Jewel. Mm, yeah, that's it. So, uh-oh. But yeah, that that's the end of the issue. So now we see that this this rebellion's going on, or the civil war's going on with the Zangheili. Uh, we also have Thorn, who is now injured mm-hmm. after escaping the swamp, and he's making his way there. And now we have Halsey, who kind of just has her pick of the litter of knowledge. Yeah, of, of going through it. And, you know, once again, because she was able to take down the custodian, she thinks, I've got hold of this. However, we also have our little team with the custodian trying to make the way to basically this control panel to, for lack of a better term, upload mm-hmm. the custodian back into the main custodian hard frame. Yeah. But now we are on issue number 24, the final issue. The final issue of this series. Of Halo Escalation. So yeah, now we're seeing that Julem Dama and the rest of his men are being attacked by a bunch of Forerunner Sentinels. Yes. And Halsey can even see this, and she was actually the one to like do that. Well, I love that. It says, the custodian is retaking control, and we get to Halsey saying, not quite, Jewel. You never give me proper credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we see that, you know, since it's her doing it, that they're also attacking Tanaka, uh, Glassman, and Palmer. I'm tired of saying those three names. Oh, I've just been s- saying the trio. <laughs> I, I'm Our, starting to say the trio. The trio plus custodian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it goes back to Ayat, and we see that Nyon and his men have won. Yeah, not without losses. We have a huge amount of losses. Of course. But, you know, Nyan's saying, Umdama's reign has ended. It is mine. And I says, oh, you know what, leader? I'm with you. I'm glad I was here. I got um, I got a thing at the hangar bay. I got a party. I got an after party. Yeah, it's so... pretty much it. And he's like, and I I love that, you know, he's he's, he's like, you're a tireless warrior, Ayat. And it's like, eh, whatever you, whatever must be done. You're basically like, whatever you say. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, he he, he kind of starts you know, crossing his arms, leaning back, kind of like rolling his eyes at stuff like, all right, dude, I'm out of here. Yeah. See you, weirdo. You're right. However, this, this page does end with two elites talking amongst themselves saying, I heard him communicating in human language. Mm-hmm. Like, let's follow him and see what happens. Uh-oh. But then now we go back and we see that the trio mm-hmm. make their way inside of this this area that Halsey's in as well, and they even get a sentinel in there. So the sentinel that has the custodian in it makes its way in there with them, and then we see that it's starting to recalibrate itself. It's initializing sequence to expedite transfer. 
Yes. As it does. As it does. But and now we have switching back again. We have Thorne making his way towards the ship. And he's basically saying, like, the second I get out of this this banshee, I'm going to need medical assistance. Mm-hmm. And while at the same time, mm-hmm. we have those two elites kind of creeping around the corner, hearing him talk in human language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, uh, that's not good. But then now we have uh, uh, the trio and the custodian back in that that um, kind of control center, control upload center. center. Yeah. And so now he's he's slowly taking control of the facility again. He's finally getting it back. Jewel sees this as an opportunity to make his way in. Yeah, because at this point, so the custodian basically is, he's like, I have 40% of the facility. Halsey's still working on stuff, but you see the skirmish start to die down because the Sentinels don't really know what command to take because mm-hmm. it's kind of split. So they start, they're like, we're going to assault it. Mm-hmm. However, at year 2558-0918, at approximately... 0551 SMT time. Halsey is confronted by none other than our dual wielder, Palmer, but only holding one pistol. <laughs> I was though. Say, and this is the 17th time she has pointed a gun at her in this comic series. Yes. But yeah, of course, she she's like, put your hands up, step away. And, and of course, Halsey's trying to kind of mess with her. And she kind of says, all right, I'm giving you to the count of three. And then, a, a, like, this shield up comes around kind of shield jail cell basically yeah and so like i love that halsey's like all right back to work mm-hmm. it's like, literally like back to work because again don't give her time to talk or to count to three like yeah. don't do that no but then we have ayat who is being confronted by these two zinghili and you know they're like uh we know that you're talking the human language like what's going on you're obviously a traitor mm-hmm. and and he's just kind of playing dumb like how would I know their language? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know stuff. it. But then I love that he goes, oh, hey, Thorne, all clear. And Thorne's just like flying. He's like, you guys just, let's talk. Stand, yeah. stand right there. Yep. And then, and then Thorne comes up with the Banshee and hits them both. And I love that Ayat says, thank you. And he's like, what? He's like, I'll explain later. Let's go. Yeah. I, I just, let's just get out of here. <laughs> uh, and then back over to our fun time party house at mm. Who Wants to Be a Knowledge Air. <laughs> we have Jules' flagship actually going over top of, you know, what is our knowledge center. And it says, target lock, Commander, just fire now. And we get this plasma bolt firing straight down, basically glassing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what it does is it does free Palmer, but we see that in the process the custodian isn't really able to take back full control of the facility. Mm-mm. And it, it's kind of like the sad scene where Tanaka and, and Glassman are like kind of like hovering over him. And he says, like, you know, system control loss inevitable. So, you know, the, the, the monitor is about to bite the dust. Yeah, our custodian, unfortunately, didn't get full transfer. So it's kind of that weird limbo. Mm-hmm. But it brings us back over to... Palmer and Halsey and Palmer starts opening fire um, with the accuracy of a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. <'cause laughs> she's able to at least hit her once. And then all of a sudden Halsey runs and is able to get on a teleportation node. But then I love, she ends up on top of the custodian the, the, is like the main big custodian. we have. Yeah. And, and I love that she like screams when she finds out, you know, like she's on top of him and he's just like, where do you think you're going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he's basically saying, like, you, like, I'm not allowing you in this facility. Like, and, I don't care. And what I really love in this this talk with them is they even said, like, you had the right answers. Mm-hmm. I was going to let you in. All you had to do was play my game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I she's basically saying like, well, you know, the the librarian gave me this key. Why does it matter? And then he just takes the key, like it, it disappears. Yeah, and and he basically says it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You've proven yourself unworthy. Mm-hmm. The key means nothing. It was pretty much just step one. You failed immediately. Step two. So you th- you're not worthy of this at all. I guess this is when the trio essentially decides. All right, let's get out of here now. Yeah, because going back a little bit uh, with Glassman, whenever they had to do a little like quiz, a star chart popped up in both of, in both in front of our doctors, and Glassman says, "Oh, I saw this star chart. I think I can kind of coordinate with this teleporter to kind of figure out the coordinates of where we're going to go." Jumping back over to where the Song of Retribution is, we've got Jewel on there along with Halsey, who was able to make it on, who. It just looks defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she probably passed out at this point. Yeah, because they basically said, we found her among the wreckage. You know, we have exit coordinates. You know, we're going to get out of here. We have Nyon. Yeah, because we're back at the Breath of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. And we have Nyon with this, like, small army of elites. Basically, they, they now have this nice brand new, not brand new, probably a little beat up, but they have this ship now. Yeah, and as they're enjoying these spoils, you know, it says, it's a sign, like... Keep on going. But really, it was this teleportation that happened around the corner. And he's like, oh, don't shoot. And like, he found up with our with our trio. 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 Trio's back in the ship. And like, oh, where is uh, Thorn? Oh, I'll take you to him. But believe me, now is definitely not the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have like a lot of crazy religious dudes back here. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So that kind of starts to wrap it up as we get kind of our first little text block at the bottom that says, so that was the first step in our long journey back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the whole comic series ends with a conversation one last time between Lasky and Palmer. And basically it's it ends with. Palmer basically saying she's not as upset with Halsey now just because Halsey made a really stupid mistake and it cost her literally like all the knowledge in the universe. And, you know, like uh, uh, Palmer says she had us, Tom, and she overplayed her hand. Let's just say it was nice to see someone else pull that move. And then that's when uh, Lasky's like, so you two are even? And she just smirks and says, let's not go that far. Yeah, so I think it was like one of those like just desserts that she had been waiting for for a while. I've been trying to murder her, but she felt dumb, so I think we're even now. See, I'm going to disagree with that with you, because you've been saying that. I disagree entirely with what that's meant. It's basically just saying, like, it's nice to see her get the short end of the stick once. It just, it's, it, I don't know. It just seems like she's just like, haha, I'm not too terribly upset now. Well, she's joking with it. It's not saying that they're even. It's basically saying, like, let's not go that far. All like, right. But she did, right. get, she did get, you know, embarrassed with this. So, that, you know, that was all the summary now of all 24 issues. Yeah. And I think it's it's been a, a super fun journey. I think this was a really cool series that, you know, 3 for 3 put together with Dark Horse to put out. And I think it was just overall really cool so yeah let's talk about the publication history really quick so they were able to release uh an issue a month so Mm -hmm. the first issue was december 11th 2013 and the final issue which was the 24th issue was released november 25th 2015 which i was kind of surprised to see it came out after halo 5 yeah and i I think once again great series of stories super awesome and we only had pretty much two and release 
options. Mm-hmm. You had your initial trade, so you had like your comic book, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. You had each of your individual issues, and then you had different volumes. You had four volumes of all the issues together, so obviously six issues a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so let's talk about really quickly what does this do for the lore. So the ones that kind of stood out for me was, you know, we see that the Didax story would finally come to an end. We thought it did in Halo 4, but it actually did in this comic. And also an unfortunate end for Team Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, ugh. don't mention it. Don't remind me. So, so two kind of like sour kind of meh endings for mm-hmm. two kind of big characters we liked. Yeah, uh, we see that Chief and Blue Team are finally reunited. And then, you know, for me, seeing the Janus key story, like, actually wrapped up, mm-hmm. like, I think is nice because after I played Spartan Ops and then I saw that there was no plans for any future seasons of that, I was like, uh-oh. Like, I want to know what happened with all this. Yeah, and and we've talked about a lot of this going through, but to give some more tidbits, you know, we see Nyan. We see this rival force start to grow mm-hmm. and, and see what 343 may or may not do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously with Jules forces kind of going with Halsey and seeing, like you said, that whole Janus Key saga. You know, obviously intro to some new Spartans. You know, seeing who Tanaka is, seeing who these backstories are. You mm-hmm. know, getting some more of those aspects of it. And then uh, I think overall we've touched on it. Just the different things of, of seeing older tech. And mm. older covenant weaponry and things come back, yeah. A- as an aspect of it, and there's 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 so many key pieces of lore that are added to this that you can get to the nitty gritty. Even Ayat, you know, having mm. a Sangheili work sp- closely with Oni and humans is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's touch on the general reception and reaction of this really quick. And I want to start with a quote from the first writer, Chris Schlerf, who would say, "Quote." There are many, many more stories we want to tell in the Halo universe than we'd ever be able to explore solely through the games. Having the chance to see those adventures come to life on a monthly basis feels like the ultimate realization of an awful lot of dreaming on our part. Mm -hmm. So Escalation was created in the downfall of Spartan Ops Season 2. Continuing the story, letting fans get a first-hand glimpse of the Halo 4 story wrapped up. This was 343's first attempt at a continued comic series, and for the most part, fans were absolutely on board. Escalation was proving more and more that 343 Industries was able to take Halo beyond just being a video game, and the comic did just that. Yeah, so so now let's let our hair down, sit back, relax, and talk about what we felt about the comic itself. As always, Alex, please start us off. Yeah, I mean... You guys have known some of these things. I absolutely love comic series, and I've loved what they've done really with Halo thus far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just been even some fan made stuff, obviously, uh, like Fistful of Arrows. But I think Escalation did a pretty good justice overall. If as you guys kind of heard Jesse and I going back and forth with this, I think there was a lot to really take in in those last eight issues or so. Yeah, I think there's a lot to digest with that. You I know, mean, especially just telling three kind of distinct that then becomes succinct stories was handled pretty well hard to kind of for us to visualize for you without reading it definitely recommend it but yeah i mean i I think overall it did a lot of justice that i think they haven't done much with the games in my opinion especially art styles making me care for spartan fours and we talked about this as well really making me like spartan palmer as a character yeah i i think i think she's done such a disservice in the games that people just think of her as kind of an annoyance at times and this commander this pops on, whereas not as a legit Spartan that we're actually seeing them become. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was nice because we had initiation where we had this story just crammed into three issues. Yeah. It's something that could have been five issues easily. I loved getting kind of like these side backstories mm-hmm. and everything. And for me, it it was a lot better played out than I think 343 Industries could have maybe done with the Spartan Ops Season 2 because I, I really loved the idea of even this this uh, Zeng Healy who's working for the UNSC. And Su- he's, such a cool idea. And, and the fact that he, and I mean, it's there's no tension. I mean, he's all on board with them. He He's doing what he needs to do, creating these insurrectionists or creating these, these rebellions within a ship. Like, I think it's awesome. For me, I would have liked to seen Jules' character flushed out a little more. He was he was such a I feel like a side character at this point. I know we've gotten a lot of his backstory from from Kilo Five novels and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, let's keep going with it. His his role really was to just yell at people. Like, he lost a lot of depth, in my opinion. I can understand that. I could definitely understand that. And I, I think I think it would have been tough. Mm-hmm. To kind of flesh out that character along with everyone else, because even Halsey they didn't really flesh out. They, they had well, they had a lot of characters too. So yes. it's like we, they could only pick and choose so much. But yeah, going over your point of like the side stories, like Tanaka and Thorn going to New Phoenix. New Phoenix got me. It was sad, man. It, man, it, it it brought some tears. The best comics are sad comics, in my opinion. And they, all the Halo comics are sad for the most part. Well, and when you can tell a story like that, like like that's why I fell into The Walking Dead originally. Just sadness after sadness, like a little mm-hmm. bump, but sad all the way, but told so well. And I think mm-hmm. New Phoenix easily is the best issue out of this. It is probably my favorite. Like, not even in terms of Halo, but just in terms of comic and storytelling, mm-hmm. easily one of the best that's in here and, and done well. But like I said, overall, the series pretty awesome. Overall, as a series, I do want to get this probably seven and a half out of ten. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had to go with it, like, I'd probably do probably three nights of Who Wants to Be a Knowledge Heir. Obviously aired at 8 p.m. Pacific, you know, on at 8 p.m. Eastern. Obviously going to have a great show with them. Probably times the really cool backstory of some of the Spartans that we're seeing, like I said, with Tanaka and Thorn, A-plus in my book. Minus, however, that one elite that was shot in the head by the reporter, he messed up. He messed Um, up. Probably to the root components of what they eat on that same planet because honestly i don't know what they eat but i'd like to know probably out of 17 all right that's the official score and that was escalation part two as I said, we you know 24 issues we really couldn't do it justice with with just one episode no like, like we said in our first one we wanted to make sure we gave you the info did you know didn't want to go panel by panel but didn't want to go book by book like didn't want to just that was that book. That mm-hmm. was that book. Wanted mm-hmm. to really give a dive in for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once again, super excited about this one and super excited about those people who support us. So want to give shout out to those patrons that support us. Like we always say, if you're interested in our Patreon, uh, we have links everywhere of some really cool materials that were given out, some access that you get exclusively through there. And, you know, it supports one of our number one supporters. So truly appreciate it. And want to thank those people today. We've got Charles Zitter, Tactics, Skyjack. Harvey Chong, Brandon Reshtar, Anger Canadian, ZZ Slipaway, Grant Dillon, Mr. Cholf, Cowan Fong Feliciano, Dragonfire, James Gervasi, Jonas, D Gamer 1298, Duststorm, Alejandro Yaramil, 
Dilfix, Quantum Easy, That LL Gamer Guy, Jamie Sneed, McCray Austin, Mega, Thomas Goulding, Nick Hyman, Francis, Tuna0317, and Brandon Christian. So, as always, thank you guys for your support. And another way to support us, check out our merch store, check out our print store. We got some cool stuff on there. We got we got everything you need and more. Just remember to go to patreon.com slash finish the fight. And if you have any questions about that, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And after you like or follow us, send us a message and ask us, and we're more than willing to answer your questions. And yeah. if you're feeling even more social, join our Discord. Because, mm-hmm. yes, we have a Patreon Discord, but we have one that is for everyone it's- yeah and, and and if you haven't really found a platform to listen to us on bust out that old-timey am radio mm-hmm. slap those antennas up and find us find us uh and if you can't on your am radio you usually should from 8 p.m to 10 p.m central uh if you can't for whatever reason then you can find us on spotify itunes soundcloud YouTube, everything you can think of. If you want to give us a starred review, please do it on iTunes. And if you want to write one out as well, a lot of podcast platforms allow you to do that. But the more reviews you get, it'll help our rankings in the long run. And please continue to listen to us on Spotify if you are, because that's going to help us in the long run. And before we wrap everything up, I want to say that our next episode is Moral Dictata. So we'll be wrapping up the Kilo 5 trilogy. It's obviously been a minute. Yes, it has. Um, but like we've said since the beginning, we do it in release order of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they sat on this for one, I'd say one hot minute. One hot minute. With that being said, I am your host, Jesse Reiners. And I'm your host, Alex Kendall. And thank you for tuning in to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. Halo, it's finished. No, I think we're just getting started.